fearless. Founding 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 fearless. Welcome to the Founding Fearless podcast. We are your hosts, Sydney Key and Priscilla Olivares, and we're here to support you through your journey in becoming a fearless leader and discovering your inner confidence. We are talking about all things entrepreneurial through a college woman's lens. We hope to leave you feeling empowered after each episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Founding Fearless podcast, season two. Today, we're so excited because we have Carla Taylor, photographer, beauty, makeup artist, and entrepreneur established in Austin. She has become a true visionary with the innovative career in makeup and photography. Her work has been recognized in Forbes magazine, the Cannes Film Festival in France, Austin Women magazines, and so much more. Welcome to the Founding Fearless podcast, Carla. Thank you for coming. We're so excited to hear about your journey. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. I'm happy yeah, to be course. here. <laughs> okay, let's, yeah. so first up, let's... Just tell us a b- little bit about yourself. Uh, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? All the, all the things. So I grew up in Maryland, born oh, wow. and raised, and I've been in Austin now for six years. I went to school at Clark Atlanta University and majored in criminal justice. Oh, wow. Obviously Ooh. not doing anything related <laughs> right now. <laughs> But yes, that's my journey nice. to coming here. So and so, why did you end up moving to Austin? My husband got a job here. Okay, okay. Yeah. and it was definitely a challenge initially mm-hmm. for me and my business because I had to start all over again. Yeah. So it was, you know, it's a little bittersweet, but yeah. I loved the people here. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been so welcoming. And it's just really about getting my name out there. Mm -hmm. So I feel Mm -hmm. like once I did that, it's been moving like wildfire. So it's been wonderful. Yeah. When did Mm -hmm. you move to Austin? So that was six years ago. So 2017. Can you tell us a little bit more about your businesses that you have? Sure. So I started off as a makeup artist. I've been a makeup artist now for 16 years professionally, Mm -hmm. but I've done it since a teenager, so it's always been a passion of mine. I decided to evolve and become a photographer as well because I just felt like a lot of times my vision wasn't portrayed in the images that I would collaborate on uh, with other photographers on. And so I made, took that leap and it was at a time when I got laid off from my nine to five job. Mm. And so, Doing that has been the greatest journey uh, ever, I could say. And, you know, I want to say a quote that I actually saw this morning. Mm. And it says, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to be you have to start to be great. Mm. I love that. And it was something that really has resonated with me for so long since starting this journey, because when I got laid off, I I definitely wanted to create. Mm. I had that desire to put something out into the world that was just in my head, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not good at drawing. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, okay, well, what could I do? And the great thing about doing makeup for so long is that I had great relationships with a lot of the models that I've worked with. Mm. And so I just remember August 2013, 
reaching out to a model and saying, hey, you know, I want to do your makeup and photograph you. Uh, Would you be interested? Unbeknownst to me, December, I would have my first publication with that model. So it's more so just about you know, taking that leap of faith Mm -hmm. and just doing what's on your heart. You know, once you're passionate about something, you're going to be accepted. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So when you started like the makeup and photography, did you have Mm -hmm. any mentors that you followed or really looked at, especially on social media? Because I think at that time, Mm -hmm. makeup and like being at MUA was so big as well, or like it was starting out. So did you have any mentors? So I just remember I had someone that I idolized. Mm And his name is Sam Fine, and he does makeup for so many celebrities. And I just remember reaching out to him on Twitter, and I'm like, hey, what products do you use? Do you have this? Like, what? how can I learn from you? Yeah. And I think he was so overwhelmed, and he was just like, whoa, <laughs> this is too much. And, uh, you know, I didn't hear from him mm-hmm. after that. But it was, <laughs> it was just, you know, me having that fire you know, that was lit within me and just wanting to just take the initiative to reach mm-hmm. out, you know. Yeah. And it was great that at least initially, you know, he he liked a few yeah. things I said, but it was like, OK, I think I'm, I'm being a little overwhelming okay. now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but that was definitely somebody that I, I looked up to. Um, I had purchased his uh, makeup books when I was mm-hmm. 15 years old. Um, so I would take my allowance and buy makeup and buy books and really just try to to learn uh, different aspects of makeup and, you know, what shape the face. And, you know, so it, it definitely helped me along the way mm-hmm. when it came to photography. It was I had I purchased a camera and well, my husband actually purchased a camera And when he purchased it, I wasn't initially interested in doing photo shoots per se. Mm -hmm. I was more so just interested in taking before and after pictures of my work. And during that time, I was working with a photographer named Daryl Todd out of D.C. And I worked with him a lot on weddings. And during that time, he encouraged me to take his photography class. And I was not interested at all. I'm like, I'm a makeup artist. Yeah. This is not something that I want to do. And so I went to the class, not really honed in on the information, but I know that every time I produced a photo and uploaded it, um, he was very encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and his his comment on all of my posts was, hey, just keep shooting, just keep shooting. Mm-hmm. And he has over 30 years of experience, yeah. you know, and he's photographed Janelle Monet and wow. Prince and wow. so many other people. So yeah. when you have that kind of encouragement, mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's great to have that, yeah. you know, backing. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the encouragement of my husband as well has helped me, you know. So it's, you know, having mentors, but also having people that, sometimes believe in you more than you believe in yourself Mm -hmm. um, can definitely push you to to greatness and to greater heights so but I was going to ask you whenever you started makeup and photography Mm -hmm. um, I guess for both for makeup did you just do trial and error with different products or did you learn from the people on what products to use and then photography wise did you just do like just trial and error with 
creating the photo or like taking photography <laughs> and then like just messing around with all the buttons and stuff? So with makeup, it was definitely a lot of trial and error. I am a visual learner, so I would look in these books and see the highlighting and the contouring. Mm. And so I feel like sometimes I just went a little too heavy with the highlights and a little (laughs) too heavy with the contours. And so now when I look back at that work, I cringe a little bit because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, whoa, what was I thinking? You know, (laughs) but I I feel like it was just, you know, just learning the tidbits and just realizing that you really don't have to go overboard with makeup. I think that a lot of times I would look at drag makeup and, Mm. and just be so obsessed with the highlighting and contouring. And at the time, you know they were doing it more than, you know, women were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was just looking at that and embracing it and saying, okay, how can I, how can I contour my nose? And oh man, (laughs) I just, there were times I walked out into the world just looking a hot mess. (laughs) But, you know, it was, you know, it helped me to grow, Mm -hmm. you know, And I'll say that becoming a photographer actually made me a better makeup Mm. artist because I was able to really zoom in, you know, on the laptop. And and it really humbled me a lot, (laughs) you know, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, whoa, okay, this is not supposed to look like this, Mm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so it just helped me to minimize, um, you know, just using minimal products Mm -hmm. to achieve a certain goal. But when it came to photography, yes, a lot of trial and error there as well. The first publication I had, I didn't even have a regular photography light. I was using uh, a lamp, a desk (laughs) lamp, you know, to achieve Mm -hmm. the looks that I wanted. But I think it's all about having the heart Mm -hmm. for doing what what you visualize. And I did that and... You know, I look back at the publication, and I'm like, this is really bad. <laughs> but, you know, I think it was just, I mean, whoever you believe in, but for me, it's God. And I feel like it was God just saying, keep going. Mm-hmm. And it encouraged me to just continue and develop relationships with, with women, you yeah. know, and create beauty for them to see who they really are. And so all of your makeup looks are pretty versatile. I've gone through your Instagram and everything. They're incredible. And so what inspires the different looks? Is it, was it practicing on yourself, like growing up to kind of get the look that you wanted? Because you can kind of see like a consistent theme throughout all the looks, Mm -hmm. even if they're Mm -hmm. different. It was, I think, uh, creating a filter without there being a filter, Mm, you know? So I like to use a lot of warm tones. I like to highlight, you know, softly, um, but I know a lot of my clients will come to me before I actually apply makeup and they're, they ask me, do you filter your images? And I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, but I think it's the way the light hits the mm-hmm. makeup that yeah. allows yeah. people to see, you know, this certain look. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, when it comes to the more artistic makeup looks, mm-hmm. I feel like I get, I get that inspiration from paintings, actually. So, you know, I know I said in the beginning, I'm not good at drawing and Mm -hmm. all of that. So a lot of times when I go to an art museum and I see different looks, you know, I look at the primary colors and I'm drawn to those. I'm 
really drawn to a lot of um, Jean Benet Bastiat's uh, mm. pictures as well. So I try to implement that sometimes, yeah. like really when I want to get extremely creative, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. obviously you can't do these things with, mm-hmm. you know, a regular client. So I'll bring in a model and I'm like, okay, well, what could I do today to just step outside the box? Mm-hmm. And that's when I'll really channel my artistic mm-hmm. abilities through that type mm-hmm. of makeup. So do you ever reach into like photo photography in that realm of art museums and galleries or like of art? I I mean, there are times that I do try to emulate that when I, you know, paint a model. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll paint that person. I know there was a residency that I did with Photo House Austin. Mm. And, you know, shout out to them for believing <laughs> in me and my abilities, you know. But it took me five hours to paint this model. And, you know, wow. shout out to her as well because yeah. she was super patient. <laughs> yeah. And they all really believed in that vision. And so, you know, after intricately painting her, I then photographed that look. Mm. And Matt True, who is an artist, um, and I, we collaborated on that. So he actually painted the background. Oh, wow. And then Mm -hmm. I painted the model to basically put her in that realm. So it actually looks like a painting. So it was like matching the background and adds a, the person yeah. yes oh, wow. so it kind of gave it like a 3d element yeah to it and it was great so wow. and so it was like all over the hair too it was all everything. over her hair <laughs> wow. I painted her hair I painted her arms her face her body like everything was painted so it was wonderful yeah. and like I said I mean it's just the fact that they believed in me mm-hmm. which was awesome um you know I'll say their name so mm-hmm. uh the owners of the studio are Daniel um and then Antonio and Chisholm they were mm-hmm. awesome and so we had a big uh, reception mm-hmm. you know and it was super cool I, I may be digressing a little bit no 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 <laughs> you're good I love hearing this story <laughs> yeah, that's so, cool. so uh after the residency they invited it was almost 200 people. Wow. And they, you know, they printed my work and it was hanging up mm-hmm. and it was as if we were in an art gallery. Yeah. And so people without knowing who I was, you know, they were, I would walk around and mm-hmm. listen to, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. the conversations. And so a lot of them were like, wow, oh my gosh, like, look at this, look at the colors. So amazing. And it was just, it was an outer body experience, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just grateful that I got laid off from my job because mm-hmm. had that not happened, had that model not said yes, you know, in the very beginning, I may not have had this opportunity to hear, you know, the way people viewed my work yeah you yeah. know so and just to kind of nudge them and say hi you know my name mm-hmm. is Carla Taylor <laughs> this, this is actually me <laughs> yeah, yeah you know it was great so so yeah I mean you know I encourage ladies and gents just get out here and whatever you have within your heart you know just put it out here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know write your dreams and your vision on paper you know, and it'll absolutely happen. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, um, my first three years being here were a nightmare. Mm. I mean, I shed so many tears. I didn't know how I was going to 
evolve, mm-hmm. you know, from this place we're in this place rather, mm-hmm. you know? And so I wrote, I remember writing it down. I remember saying, I want to be one of the go-to makeup artists in Austin. I want to be a go-to photographer in Austin. And it's evolved. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I've worked with Netflix. I've oh, worked wow. with Hulu. Um, it's, you know, and it's not even to brag. It's really just, you know, about, like I said, having that belief in yourself, mm-hmm. writing those things down that you want to achieve. Yeah, and it will yeah. absolutely happen. Yeah. So. But also brag. Yeah. <laughs> but also brag. I mean, yeah. yeah, brag. I mean, that's something I'm, I am trying to get better at. Mm-hmm. I am very much a stay behind the scenes type of person and so um, I remember in high school I was in choir I used to sing a lot and I just remember just saying you know what I think I'd rather be behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and actually you know paint the the artists you know do their makeup Mm -hmm. you know and have them be put out there so it's it's one of those things where I am learning now to, mm-hmm. you know, brag on myself yeah, a little more. Yeah. And yeah. you're also a very big representative of a creative entrepreneur, too, because mm-hmm. I don't think a yes. lot of people that do makeup can see themselves as being a traditional entrepreneur. Right. If they want right. to go do makeup and actually have that as a career. So you're yes. a great representative mm-hmm. of that for young ladies or young Thank women. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, like talking about being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. did you have any moment that really sparked your interest in being an entrepreneur when you were younger or in college? I didn't really. I mean, when I was when I was younger, I, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, I want to be a singer. <laughs> uh, you know, it was just I definitely loved the arts. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one thing. Okay. That's that's something that brought me joy. Mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like it could make me money. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. just something I love to do. So when it came to college, you know, and me making the decision for criminal justice um, with a focus on forensic science, yeah. it was more so just that portion of my life was, it was intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not my personality, but at the <laughs> same time, I really loved um, shows like Forensic Files, and I mm. thought, oh, this could be cool, yeah, you know? Yeah. And along the journey in college, people would come up to me and ask me, hey, who did your makeup, mm. <laughs> you know? So it's like the art world always kind of grabbed back, yeah, yeah. you know? And when it came to college, it was more so being able to go off with uh, Miss CAU, you know, she recognized my talent with makeup, you know, along with a lot of other ladies on campus. And I was able to travel with her for a period of time wow. and offer her makeup services. Mm. Again, it didn't seem like I was on an entrepreneurial journey necessarily, yeah, yeah. but it was more so, okay, this is, this is bringing me joy. You know, how can I tap into this more? So I did that a lot with her. Her name was Machina McNeil. Mm. She was amazing. Um, But when it came to me doing criminal justice, I was more so doing that as a way to please my family, Mm. you know, and get a degree. Um, Because I am first generation American. Mm. My parents are Jamaican. And so all of my siblings were born uh, either in England or Jamaica as well. So it was was more so 
me just trying to make them proud, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of uh, people tend to do that yeah. uh, where they, they tend to, you know, try to appease their parents by mm-hmm. getting that degree. It's not necessarily always something they want to do, but it's something that doesn't bring them joy necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of course there's different degrees that will bring you joy, but it's like, if you're just doing something just for someone else, mm-hmm. it, you're not going to find happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but entrepreneurship really just hit me in the face <laughs> more so when I got laid off from my job. Mm-hmm. And that's when I went on that journey. Prior to that, I really didn't think about it much. Mm-hmm. At what point did you actually consider yourself like, yes, I'm an entrepreneur now? Like, what was that point for you? Going to the registrar's office and and registering my business and getting that certificate to say, hey, here's your EIN. Mm. I mean, that's really the time because prior to that, it was more so just a hobby, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and also... Ooh, it really hits you when you have to pay bills. So oh, yeah. it's like really knowing how yeah. to price your services yeah, yeah. Um, and knowing that you have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think all of those things, I mean, it, it hits you in like levels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not just like one little thing. It's, it's so many things. The popularity that mm-hmm. hits you mm-hmm. different too. It's just, you know, the, the word of mouth, just there's so many different yeah. uh, levels yeah. to entrepreneurship entrepreneurship and how things uh can affect you yeah yeah and how'd you go about like learning how to price your your product Mm -hmm. basically I mean it's talking to different artists in the community talking to different photographers in the community as well and just seeing how other artists and other entrepreneurs move but also it's I've rebranded so many times Mm -hmm. I think I think it's really important to know your worth. Mm-hmm. And even though I've asked people, it's like no one can truly tell you. It's really just knowing, okay, how much work am I putting in? Mm-hmm. Um, how many miles am I traveling to the client? It's There's so many things that encompass uh, how you set your rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm yeah. also curious, like with establishing like the actual business part of it, how did you know what to do? Like, did you just search online? Did you have people that you could ask to like, and like all the taxes and the pricing and everything like that? Or was it just like a learning experience? It was, it was a learning experience, but also when it comes to knowing the tax uh, aspect of it, it's really getting with um, someone who offers booking services, you know, mm, okay. um, and just really seeing, okay, what can I deduct? <laughs> what, yeah, you yeah. know, like it's it's knowing all of the things. I mean, because you always want to make sure that you are paying significant mm-hmm. taxes. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely sucks when, you know, the IRS comes back and they're like, <laughs> oh, sorry, your yeah. refund check won't mm-hmm. be as big. But at the same time, I, I feel like orange is not my color. Stripes are not my thing. (laughs) So I don't want to wear any of those things. And it's, you know what I mean? It's just making sure that you do everything, even if it's just calling the IRS. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it seems like they're the big bad wolf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people, you get on the um, opposite end of the line, they're just so helpful. Yeah. So a lot Mm -hmm. of times I've called them and just asked questions and write 
you know, write down information so that I'm prepared mm-hmm. for for tax season. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever get a financial person? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like that's essential too. just yeah. someone that's going to keep you on track. Mm-hmm. I feel that a lot of celebrities do it, yeah. you know, as well. And, you know, but obviously it's getting someone that you trust, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because as you, you grow and you start to get millions and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hoping that I will get millions, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's one of those things of just making sure that you have someone mm-hmm. who's knowledgeable mm-hmm. about um, taxes and knowledgeable about, you know, how to run a business. Yeah. Um, you know, and then hiring them mm-hmm. based on that. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of creative entrepreneurs have that struggle with the finance part and yes. knowing that area of the business. Cause yes. they're, cause they're so excellent in the other, the creative side of the business, mm-hmm. but yes. the finance yeah. part, that's where it's a struggle. Yeah. Yes. Do you find most of your clients or do most of them find you now? I feel like a lot of clients are finding me. Yeah. I'm okay. so grateful. Uh-huh. I feel that my clients find me on social media. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, I've had people find me via, via Google and LinkedIn as mm-hmm. well. But 80% of my clients find mm-hmm. me via social media. Yeah. So I get a lot of DMs. Mm-hmm. I know there are some some business owners I've seen them put in their profiles do not message me via DM. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm of the mindset of message me anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I check my emails pretty much as much as I check social media. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to always make sure that you are engaged, yeah. you know. And so there are, there have been times where clients have said, well, I messaged so-and-so and, this person and that person, but Mm -hmm. you got back in touch with me immediately. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's so important to Mm -hmm. just ensure that you're constantly checking, um, you know, checking your platforms, checking Mm -hmm. your emails to ensure that you don't miss anything. And so from me getting the business via the DMs or via Instagram, um, excuse me, via the DMs or Mm -hmm. via email, it's then led to word of mouth Mm, you know so Mm -hmm. and also photos are powerful so once they post their images or once they print their images for their wall what happens is their friends and their family come over and they're like oh my gosh where'd you get that picture done and so it sparks that conversation as Mm -hmm. well of okay yes Carla Taylor did that for Mm -hmm. me you know so it's it's just great you know yeah do you do your own Instagram I do. Okay. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank really, you. Really yeah. Thank you. I mean, I am looking for someone who yeah. can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just to just to unplug because mm-hmm. I am a mom um, as well. So I do want to be able to unplug at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just focus on other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So mm-hmm. are you constantly doing new photography to keep up with the, um, like, always having something on the feed that aligns with your aesthetic of the feet as well I do I do I I feel like especially during slow seasons and I just got out of a very a drought actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I feel like uh what I tried to do was just reach out to to people that have never been photographed or reached out to people who've never had makeup done Mm -hmm. and offer them a service um and so 
that really helped me just with content creation. Mm -hmm. Um, But also it just helped that person to feel amazing about themselves too. So it was a win-win situation, but I did uh, do quite a bit of that during my Mm -hmm. slow time. You kind of talked on your experience with creating the, um, the full painted uh, model, but what has been some other memorial or rewarding experiences that you've had in your journey? So, you know, I think it's cool to to get published in magazines and all of these things. But I, I think what really stands out to me is a woman that cries after getting her makeup mm-hmm. done because she's never felt so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think that for me is the most rewarding thing. Um, I do remember a time where I said to myself, well, I don't want to just glorify vanity. Like, you know, what am I doing? You know, I I just want to, when I leave this earth, you know, hopefully no time soon. But but when I leave, I I just want to make sure that I really have an impact on people. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so those things really stand out to me, just making them feel better than maybe what they felt that morning. I just know for myself, one particular quote that really resonates with me is people may not always remember what you said but they'll remember how you made them feel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I feel like that's something that I always want to offer people yeah I want people to feel beautiful or handsome and just feel like a million bucks Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. during a session and afterwards so every time they look at their images I want them to be like oh my gosh on this day I felt Mm -hmm. magnificent Yeah. yeah And so my ultimate goal is to be able to have a nonprofit, actually, mm. oh, wow. and just really go around the country and make people feel amazing and be able to basically have a conference and have, you know, hundreds of makeup artists there and hundreds of photographers there and basically us photographing these people mm-hmm. and printing the picture right then and there. And allowing them to have that in their purse or in their Mm -hmm. wallet and just have this memory of how great they felt Mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in doing that, you know, imagine impacting millions of people that way. I feel like we would show up so much differently Mm -hmm. in the world, in the workplace, as parents, as daughters and sons. I I think we'll all show up differently. Yeah. I love that idea. What would you call it? Thank you. You know, I don't really, I don't have a name for Mm -hmm. it yet. I just remember, I mean, it really started off with me wanting to do this for women that have gone through domestic violence, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so I didn't, I don't really have a name. I just know I want people to feel great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so that essentially is the reason why I'm here, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like that's the reason why I was created is to make others feel just amazing and powerful. And so that's all I have right now. I don't have (laughs) a name for it, (laughs) but But I love the idea. I love it. Yeah. And I think whenever you have like a photo shoot and you see the pictures after you're like, am I really like that beautiful? Like that's how I look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how people see me. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, imagine, you know, just being able to have that mm-hmm. constant reminder, yeah, you know, yeah. and just seeing yourself and yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it'll, it'll spark, uh, 
it'll just spark more confidence in mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. And, and just how you show up just yeah. in everyday life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love the whole idea of like the social return on the investment for other people. But then mm-hmm. we also mentioned earlier, like bragging on yourself. And I feel like yes. that goes with yeah. the magazines a little bit, like seeing yourself in magazines. And so right. what was your reaction? Like the first few times you were featured in a magazine? The first few times, I mean, and still it's, it's just surreal yeah. for me. I mean, it's, it's cool. You know, I would like call my parents and yeah. be like, Hey, look <laughs> at this, yeah. you know? Uh, and it's always cool to, to hear their feedback, mm-hmm. but it's, it's great, but it's, it's not something I dwell on. Yeah. I just feel like it's a moment in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not something that I'm just, necessarily like completely overwhelmed by so but yeah I mean it it just it's a reminder of how far I've come though Mm -hmm. you know and to see you know what the first editorial was you know and to see what you know the more recent ones are it has grown yeah Yeah. it has um so my last uh publication was in the New Yorker Mm. with Greenpeace and um I had photographed the president of that organization and that was wonderful. And she's the president of the DC chapter and, you know, her picture was put, you know, in the New Yorker and I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's a picture (laughs) I took, you know, it's definitely cool, you know? And again, it just, it's just great to know that shy Carla is, Mm -hmm. you know, taking pictures for these, you know, amazing people and they're doing amazing things, you know, and thinking of me and my work and, and wanting to put them mm-hmm. in magazines mm-hmm. because I ended up in Cannes um, Film Festival because yeah. a client of mine, you know, had to go over there and speak and mm-hmm. she used those pictures, you oh, know, wow. for okay. that. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just nice to, to be able to have those opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'll say it's a good word of mouth, too, because that's Mm -hmm. how I found you. I saw the Austin (laughs) Women magazine and you were your publication in that. And that's how I saw it. And I was like, the photography, I was like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Thank (laughs) you so much. Thank you. And so talking on photography and being a makeup artist, how Mm -hmm. has that really served as like your medium for self-expression and self-discovery, too? Self-discovery. You know, definitely, I feel like photography has, it's just interesting to me. Sometimes I surprise myself, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll look at an image and I'm like, whoa, I created this. I mean, it's just, you know, I I feel like um, it's just a defining moment that, you know, continues to remind me to believe in my abilities. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, it's it's something that I can't say it enough. It's just it does feel like a dream mm-hmm. sometimes. But, you know, I'll I'll go through my files sometimes and I'll just look and I'm like, wow, this is this is just dreamy. It's yeah, so cool, yeah. you know, to to be able to do this and for people to feel as if, OK, Carla, this work, it makes me feel like I'm in a magazine or to show someone my work and them say, oh, my gosh, like this is this is amazing. You created this. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, we kind of mentioned that, like being a photographer, being a makeup artist in the past, it hasn't really been like that 
traditional entrepreneur seen mm-hmm. as like a career right but now especially with social media I feel like it's definitely taken off mm-hmm. and so how did you kind of overcome this challenge initially in the beginning mm-hmm. being laid off you mentioned may have even like helped that helped you jump into it mm-hmm. but what mm-hmm. what like what made you into that creative multi-talented artist it was I won't say it wasn't I won't say it was unheard of to mm-hmm. to be a woman photographer yeah. because yes there are women photographers mm-hmm. but I feel like I didn't hear too many things about a photographer makeup artist yeah. mm-hmm. back then and so all I knew was that I just wanted to I just wanted to create mm-hmm. you know any means necessary I I wanted to be able to create a visual that was beautiful and even though it was unheard of or you know you didn't hear a lot of people doing it back then it wasn't to say I wanted to be a pioneer of that Mm -hmm. I just wanted to I just wanted to create Mm -hmm. I do recall hearing people say stay in your lane I do recall going to studios and male photographers you know, standing around and saying, hey, do I need to set up your lights? You know, and it was just, Mm. you know, the way that Mm. they would say it. But having the power and taking that power back and saying, I can do this myself. Mm. I don't need anyone's help to set up a light or I don't need anyone's help in plugging in in the different formulas for manual settings to work my camera. I know how to do this. And so... In those situations, I definitely feel powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I can, uh, you know, set my own standards, mm-hmm. you know, with how I want things to be. So it's definitely a powerful feeling. Yeah. Well, what are your um, favorite makeup brands? I'm dying <laughs> oh to know my that one. Yeah. <laughs> so I have so many different products that I love, but my favorite is Shantakai. For foundation, Ooh. the future skin. I haven't heard of that one. Oh my gosh. You can get it from Nordstrom mm. and it's it's so good. I feel like the stay at home mom that just wants to look refreshed, <laughs> she can just put a little bit on mm-hmm. her hands, rub it on her face like lotion. And then if you're going for more of a glam look, you can use, you know, your makeup brushes and really mm-hmm. build it up to mm. a nice medium coverage. It's not really a I mean, you can make it full coverage by adding powders and things on top, but it just, it's so beautiful. It looks like your skin, but better. Mm. Um, And it photographs really well as well. Mm. So that's my favorite for foundation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you want me to continue because, (laughs) all right. So for concealer, oh yeah, yeah, concealer, Giorgio Armani. Okay. Yeah. I've heard good ones about that. Yes. The Luminous Silk Concealer is fabulous. So highly recommend that. It's very limited creasing, um, and it's just really pretty. It looks very airbrushed Mm -hmm. as well. So if somebody has dry skin, combination, whatever skin you have, I feel like it works beautifully. Mm -hmm. And then powder, Mm -hmm. Say Beauty. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard heard about Say Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And my brushes, shout out to BK Beauty. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they're based in Austin, but their oh, brushes, wow. yeah, mm-hmm. and their brushes are amazing. So if you guys need really great brushes, mm-hmm. something that's BK. soft, that's not going to prick your skin, yeah. Yeah. go for them. <laughs> oh, lip products as well. Mm-hmm. Maybelline Vinyl Ink. 
Mm. Ooh, okay. It's so good. Uh-huh. It's really. I'm wearing it right now. It's yeah, like no, amazing. It looks good. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But it's it's like it gives you a shine, but it doesn't transfer at yeah. all. Okay. Mm. It's perfect, and you'll have it on all day. Oh, so that's nice. What advice would you give to future entrepreneurs, especially creative entrepreneurs that may want to blend different art forms? Do it. I mean, don't don't be afraid. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you're not going to know until you try it, yeah. you know, and there are people that are always going to be naysayers. And a lot of times they're naysayers because they're also fearful. Mm-hmm. So you need to get out here and just do what you can do to change the world. You know, I feel like if you just go out here and you get it done, you'll be able to speak on how you got there to someone else you know that's in a similar position mm-hmm. so you know just just get out here and do it do yes. the dang thing do, do the dang thing <laughs> yes and so how do you envision like your own um personal growth as an artist for the years to come as an artist I just I want to continue to to evolve I want to continue to learn I feel like there's no there's no limit to learning, mm-hmm. you know, and so I feel like there are some artists that don't feel that way, mm-hmm. you know, and may feel that they know everything. And I don't want to ever be that artist. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to grow and offer advice as well. You know? And so what do you envision for the future of your brand? Like, is there any big things that you want to tap into, keep doing what you're doing, any like special type of clients that you would want to work with so I definitely love beauty I would love to work with a lot more beauty brands Mm -hmm. um in the future but I'd also could see myself doing fashion photography more Mm. and like I said earlier just working with everyday women too you know and just making them feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. so that's a uh, conference is a mm-hmm. huge goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? let us know when that happens. We'll yes, be there. I yes, want to be there for sure. I definitely I'll be a model will. For you, <laughs> yes, please, absolutely. But yeah, I mean that's a big, big goal, and that's something I actually need to write on my vision board mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to ensure that it, it definitely comes to fruition. The world is your oyster. Yeah. Yes, the indeed. World is your Thank you. Okay, so now we're going to transition to the rapid fire section. Mm-hmm. So there's fun and quick questions that you mm-hmm. can just answer on the top of your head. Okay. Um, so first, something no one would expect about you. I'm a good cook. Mm. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook? Jerk chicken and rice and peas. Ooh, what is yes. jerk chicken? Jerk chicken is a Jamaican dish. Ooh. And it's kind of like if you imagine a rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. So, But it has like a dry rub seasoning, very mm-hmm. spicy, has mm-hmm. like habanero pepper, has a little twist of nutmeg sometimes is tied in there, pimento, mm-hmm ginger garlic it's so good that sounds good sounds i might so need to get the yeah. recipe from <laughs> yeah you. no problem <laughs> yeah if you're into spicy food yeah mm. definitely that sounds good <laughs> yeah what's your morning routine morning routine is waking up getting my son together <laughs> for school and then just um having a moment of quiet time yeah you know um i'm trying to uh get into working out Yep. That's supposed to be a part of the routine. (laughs) It's a struggle. Yes, it is. So I'm, you know, I have a friend that I'm supposed to be working out with at 530 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. 
I know. I know. I just, you know, the goal is to try to do that prior to my son going to school. So okay. wish yeah. me yeah. luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank what you. What time does your son go to school? So um, he goes to school at, well, his bus comes at 650. Wow. So, so yeah. Early. Yeah, I yeah. know. It is. It is. Wow. So shout out to Nathan that is and Caden. Early morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's the most important lesson you've learned in life? The most important lesson that I've learned in life is to do it scared. Um, I was scared as heck to come mm-hmm. on this podcast. No. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just, you know, Thank like you I said, amazing. I'm more, thank you. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm more behind the scenes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, what if I s- stumble over words, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think just with everything, do it scared. I I did it scared when it came to putting myself out there, you know, to become a photographer, Mm -hmm. you know, I've done it scared with, with getting on, uh, you know, doing makeup for the news of, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. there's different things I've done it scared with. And I think it's super important just to just put yourself out there, Mm -hmm. um, have faith, you know, just get it done. It's all about founding fearless. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a perfect answer to the next question. And so, This is a Founding Fearless podcast. And so Mm -hmm. what does Founding Fearless mean to you? Founding Fearless means to have a vision and just create, regardless of what people say, regardless of how many people are doing it. I think that's a huge Mm -hmm. one. Um, And just knowing that you're going to bring something different and something unique to whatever it is you put yourself out here to do Mm. so you know you're the founder of your destiny so get out there and slay it baby (laughs) (laughs) just do it yes just do it like Nike said Mm -hmm. okay and last question how do listeners get in touch with you listeners can get in touch with me through c taylor makeup on instagram they can also get in touch with me through ct shoots and the letter u on That's Instagram awesome. as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yes. You're so welcome. great having you. We loved hearing about your story. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for having me. Thank it was you. a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe and follow to the Founding Fearless podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to like, rate, and leave us a review. Founding Fearless. Founding Fearless.